We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. On the Big 12 Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Big 12 This Week. This is the year Texas needs to walk the walk after talking the talk. The only official Big 12 radio show. Hertz brings something that no other Sooner on the roster has experienced, and that's a national championship. Big 12 This Week is brought to you by Prime Sport, your go-to source for verified ticket and hospitality packages for the Big 12 Football Championship game. Phillips 66, live to the full. Gatorade, for the next athletic endeavor, fuel your body with Gatorade or sugar-free Gatorade Zero. Also by Dr. Pepper, the official drink of Fansville. Live from the Learfield IMG College Network Studios, here's your host, Bill Pollock. Well, it's nice to have you back with me. Uh, we got a lot to get to tonight. We've got four games to preview. Uh, could it be a broken rib that ends the rivalry between Iowa State and Iowa? What do you hear about this story? You may have already. We'll get to that. Uh, plus, uh, we'll even find some time to uh, squeeze in some basketball. Uh, Kansas, Bill Self, under the spotlight. Uh, so we'll talk about that. And the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris, uh, is coming up. Texas coach Tom Herman, uh, more injury issues, says that Caden Stearns will be out four weeks. Cornerback Josh Thompson, a broken foot. He's going to be out, miss some significant time, quote-unquote. And Jalen Green with a shoulder will also be out four weeks. Uh, we had last weekend, we had an upset. We had a blowout. We had a good West Virginia win. I thought Kansas was going to do it at home. Uh, They kind of self-destructed there late. And then uh, this interesting uh, Texas-OSU game. 
to me, it wasn't as close as the 36-30 to 30 final score. At least it shouldn't have been. It was one of those games where I was just wondering, how is Oklahoma State hanging around in this thing? Sam Ellinger passed for four touchdowns for the third time this year. The Longhorns held Chuba Hubbard, the nation's leading rusher, coming into the night, 121 yards on 37 carries. He had to grind it out. His longest run was 13 yards. He scored twice, but he was also stuffed near the goal line on uh, key drives early and late. And then Tylen Wallace, who came in tied for the nation's lead with six touchdowns, didn't find the end zone at all and had just two catches in the second half. And here they are, just six points behind. So what was the difference? I think a lot of it had to do with Mike Gundy and some of his decisions. But let's get to some of the highlights. Second quarter. Uh, Oklahoma State is grinding, eight plays, 49 yards. They get a 43-yard field goal. Next possession, they go six plays, 70 yards, and Spencer Sanders with a nice run, and all of a sudden they're within 14-13. Sanders takes the ball, runs a quarterback draw, running right to the five, breaks a tackle, diving toward the pylon. He's in! Pistols firing! Touchdown, Oklahoma State! Spencer Sanders looked like he was going to dive and then pulled up and got just inside the right pylon for the TD. Uh, that is Dave Hunziker with the call. Gritty, they're grinding, and then uh, what does Ellinger do? He finds a streaking Eagles for a long touchdown, and then they're back up by eight. Texas, two receivers on the short side, split the left, two wide right. Ellinger from the shotgun with the snap on first down. Sam back the throw, looking right. Deep down the sideline, got a man open. Caught, Brennan Eagles, say goodnight to this one. Brennan Eagles, 73 yards for a touchdown. That's Craig Way on the call. Texas gifts Oklahoma State great field position, the fumble punt. It's, it's, again, so I'm looking at this game. How is it 21-20? Uh, Oklahoma State actually takes the lead, but Texas answers. Seven-play drive, uh, flashy, some trickery. In the sideline, has the shotgun snap, turns, hands it. It's a reverse. Now it's back to Ellinger. Sam down the sidelines. Touchdown, Texas! little mini flea flicker, and it goes for 25 yards and a go-ahead touchdown. Now, I argue with my friends all the time on this. That, listen, you've got to take the easiest path to points. And I don't talk about, you know, try to get momentum, whether you're going for two-point conversions. Uh, I just, I, listen, when, especially when you're on the road and you're, you're trying to play catch-up and you're kind of hanging around, just take the easy points. Fourth and one at the Texas three late in the third quarter, still plenty of time. Take the three points. Instead, Mike Gundy says, no, I've got Chuba. Fourth down and one for Oklahoma State. The ball at the Texas three-yard line. The lineup in the I formation. Chuba Hubbard is the tailback under center. Spencer Sanders turns, hands to Hubbard. He's knocked down. I don't think he got it. The Longhorns appear to have held, and Texas will take over. What a stop by the Longhorns. All right, so you gave away three points there. And then what about uh, the field goal stop? I mean, that was, a, that was an absolute disaster. 44-yard field goal drop. Snap is back. It's down. It's a fake. It's thrown into the middle, and the Longhorns sniff it out. Malcolm Roach got right in the middle of it to pick it off, and the Longhorns take over. Uh, listen, I know it's no guarantee that he, he makes it, but he made one from 43. I mean, listen, there are six points. All of a sudden, you're looking at a 36-36 game you got to take the points on the road, especially when you're trying to grind it out. So that, to me, was one of the, uh, the big points in this game. So now Oklahoma State at home, and they have number 24 Kansas State coming in. Uh, Dave Hunziker, uh, what are some of the things that they need to work on in prep for this week? I think one of the big things that was emphasized after the Texas game, very simply, is finishing off drives. 
Oklahoma State had to kick three field goals in a game. They were also stopped on a fourth down and one inside the Texas Five at a critical time in the third quarter. Mm -hmm. A drive, if Oklahoma State scores, they take the lead. They also failed to convert on a fourth down situation uh, deep in Texas territory in the fourth quarter. So I think a big point of emphasis is, you know, just being able to finish off drives and get touchdowns instead of field goals. And because for the most part, in, in large chunks of the game, the yards weren't easy, but they were able to at least move the chains. It was tough running for Chuba Hubbard with 37 carries. He did get over 100 yards, but it was uh, it was not an easy night for him by any means. But I think the big thing is finishing drives and then hopefully finding a way to pop the top off the defense this week and, and hit some big plays. They hit a few against Texas, but not as many as usual. All right, Kansas State, listen, Texas full of uh, athletes, quick strike. Kansas State, a little more grinded out team. Uh, the challenges and the different styles of play. Well, I think the similarity between the two teams is both are very physical, and it's a very challenging situation to go back-to-back against Texas and Kansas State. Now, Kansas State is a lot different. They're a four-man defensive front, but they've got a lot of experience in their defensive line with three seniors. The same is true on their offensive line where they have more than 100 career starts on the offensive line. But it's, it's, it's very different uh, in terms of what K-State does defensively with a four-man front. A lot of the things that Kansas State does on third down are really sort of NFL-type looks on defense, which you have to prepare for and you have to have a game plan for. And then on offense, with their eye formation and slow pace, that's totally different than what the Cowboys are used to seeing. So it'll be a much uh, different type look that the Cowboys will be facing. Well, K-State quarterback Skylar Thompson uh, likes playing on the road at Boone Pickens Stadium. His first road start with the Wildcats as a redshirt freshman. He led them to a 45-40 win, one of his best games, 204 yards, three touchdowns that day. And uh, I think he ran for close to 100 uh, as well. And then the K-State defense, they did a great job of shutting down Mississippi running back Kylan Hill. Uh, they'll obviously be tested again with uh, Chuba. So uh, an interesting matchup, and uh, that is the uh, late game, a 6 p.m. Central kick as the Wildcats are at Oklahoma State, and they're ranked to 24th. They moved up into the rankings, and they, they didn't even play a game. Uh, part of that is because of the, uh, the huge upset with uh, TCU getting knocked off by Sonny Dykes Shane Bouchelle, it was like the old Southwestern Conference days, 41-38, TCU loss. Uh, they tried to make a game of it. Darius Anderson ran for 161, a couple of touchdowns. Uh, Max Duggan started the game 1 for 10. He finished 16 of 36 for 188 yards, had three touchdowns, um, but he did fumble twice. Uh, like I said, they tried to make a, a late rally. Brian Estridge with this call. In the backfield is Darius Anderson, three down lineman rush, dug it over the middle, it's caught inside the five, got the two, pro Wells, touchdown! Hit the horn as the Horn Frogs with 3.37 to go. Close the gap, a 13-yard strike for Duggan to pro Wells on the receiving end. And the Frogs aren't dead yet. Well, TCU will host Kansas this weekend. Uh, it was a, a rough one for uh, the Jayhawks. They lose 29-24 West Virginia who was horrible at Missouri. They bounce back against North Carolina State. They overcome windy conditions. Uh, Kansas had two turnovers, and uh, that was huge. Under center, Stanley fakes a handoff. Max protection, sets his feet, throws the ball, and it is intercepted by West Virginia. A delightful diving interception by Keith Washington, who immediately goes down at the 49-yard line. 
He did not have a ladder with him on the field, but it certainly looked like he did. <laughs> Tony Caridi with the call. West Virginia, they've got the week off before uh, Texas heads out to Morgantown. Uh, Kansas and TCU, an 11 a.m. kick. So, uh, yeah, listen, that guy didn't have a ladder. There was a ladder involved between Iowa and Iowa State. That's causing some big problems. We'll get into that story, and uh, we'll preview this Iowa State at Baylor game. Coming up next, we'll talk with the voice of the Bears, John Morris. That's coming up here on Big 12 This Week from Learfield IMG College. At Phillips 66, our main focus is on getting you there. And where is there exactly? It could be where you find the home of seemingly every cricket ever. Or the space between playdates with Kevin D and Kevin S. It could be as familiar as your own cul-de-sac or somewhere you didn't realize you wanted to go until you ended up there. It's up to you to find it, but we'll help you get there. Wherever you're there is. Phillips 66. Live to the full. Football season is here, so start making your plans for the Big 12 Championship game in Dallas. Prime Sport is the official fan hospitality and travel partner of the Big 12 Conference and has you covered for the championship game. From official game tickets and pregame hospitality to official travel packages, Prime Sport is your go-to source for the Big 12 Championship game. Visit primesport.com slash Big 12 football to secure your experience today. Primesport.com slash Big 12 football. Welcome to the Big 12 Conference, a place marked by uncompromising values and unrivaled spirit, where champions are crowned the right way in the only conference with no divisions, where everyone plays everyone and every game matters. Welcome to the Big 12, a conference unlike all others, where possibilities are unlimited, competition is unsurpassed, and true potential is unleashed. Follow the action at Big12Sports.com. I'm your third cup of coffee. You're stuck in your car on your way to the big game, and I'm stuck in your little bladder. Hey, I can't wait to the next exit. Get off now! And if you've got cut rate insurance, it's your bank account that could burst. So get Allstate. Allstate, where your rates won't go up just because of an accident. Accident forgiveness from Allstate. Contact your local agent today. Are you in good hands? Not available in every state. Features are optional. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and its affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Hello, everybody. You're looking live at Fansville, a college football utopia. Fansville. Where the rivers flow with ice-cold Dr. Pepper. Delicious. Where every day is Saturday and everyone's a fan, even babies. Fan babies. And the seasons never change because the only season is college football season. Get a taste of Fansville this fall during a college football game near you. Dr. Pepper, the official drink of Fansville. Grab some today. Hello, everybody. You're looking live at Fansville, a college football utopia. Fansville. Where the rivers flow with ice-cold Dr. Pepper. Delicious. Where every day is Saturday and everyone's a fan, even babies. Fan babies. And the seasons never change because the only season is college football season. Get a taste of Fansville this fall during a college football game near you. Dr. Pepper, the official drink of Fansville. Grab some today. 
Football season is here, so start making your plans for the Big 12 Championship game in Dallas. Prime Sport is the official fan hospitality and travel partner of the Big 12 Conference and has you covered for the championship game. From official game tickets and pregame hospitality to official travel packages, Prime Sport is your go-to source for the Big 12 Championship game. Visit primesport.com slash big12football to secure your experience today. primesport.com slash big12football. Mayhem is everywhere. I'm a cooler. You're driving to a tailgate, so you filled me up with ice and cans. But I pop open, you panic, and... And if you've got cut rate insurance, there might be a few less cans in your ice. So get Allstate. Allstate, where your rates won't go up just because of an accident. Accident forgiveness from Allstate. Contact your local agent today. Are you in good hands? Not available in every state. Features are optional. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and its affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. A lot happens over the course of a tank of gas. Mad dashes to the pharmacy, hours spent in the school drop-off line, and seven trips to the grocery store. Wait, I forgot the ice cream. Make that eight. But a tank of gas doesn't just fuel errands. It tells a story. One that could begin at the dry cleaners and end at a hidden sloppy Joe joint. Then right back to the cleaners. Because it's not just about filling up the tank. It's about where that tank will take you next. Philip 66. Live to the full. Welcome back to Big 12 This Week. I'm your host, Bill Pollack. You can listen to Big 12 This Week on TuneIn under College Sports. John Morris, the voice of the Baylor Bears. Hey, John, hold on one second. I have to, uh, I have to say this. I have to uh, give a shout-out to Dave Jordan. Dave Jordan has the most important job here on this staff, and that's to play our commercials. And we're like four or five weeks into this thing, and I keep forgetting to uh, to mention his name. So, uh, Big Perm, we call him Big Perm around here. So, uh, John, thanks for taking time to uh, join me tonight. Perm making things work, so great to be on with you this evening. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it was a little bit of a scare at Rice, twenty-one thirteen. You come away with the the victory. Uh, Matt Rule says, you know what, uh, maybe this wasn't such a bad thing for this to happen to us, uh, to maybe need kind of a, a wake-up call. One of the things that he wanted to do is challenge his offensive line this week. Um, what did you see from Baylor against Rice? Well, you know, there was the question going in. Baylor had won two games, first two games of the year over Stephen F. Austin and ESA very decisively, and then there was an open day. So the question going into Rice was, does this team need to be pushed? You know, does Charlie Brewer need to play four quarters? Does the team need to have a test, you know, really before conference play begins this week? And Coach Rule's answer last week, this time last week, was we're planning on a four-quarter game. I mean, he had that much respect for, uh, for Rice and for the way they're playing. And uh, sure enough, it turned out that way, that it was four quarters, it was a test. And Baylor was up 21-3 at halftime and won at 21-13, so the defense had a really good game, really good outing. The offense just didn't score in the second half. Had some opportunities and uh, penalties at kind of bad times really shut things down, but still won the game, so it really gives them plenty to work on this week, and they're going to have to play a lot better this week with Iowa State coming to Waco. Well, and Rice is one of those programs. They played – the week before they played Texas, they you know talked about uh, you know beating them would be like landing a guy on the moon. Nobody thought it was possible. Yeah. I mean they they didn't lack confidence. That's uh, that's for sure. But you talked about Baylor's defense, uh, twenty one tackles for loss, nine sacks, and they haven't allowed a passing touchdown 
they're playing with some great confidence. And you, you said that certainly a test here with uh, Iowa State. How do they stop somebody like a, a Brock Purdy? Boy, that's, that's the million-dollar question this week. He, he played. He has played so well, and he just played uh, outstanding last week. You know, his numbers and that win over ULM, 510 yards of offense, 435 passing. Uh, what, first Big 12 player ever to pass for 400 or more yards, run for three touchdowns, and pass for three touchdowns. So he did everything. And uh, certainly he's been the focus. It's not all him. They've got great backs and receivers, and their defense is really, really good also. But uh, it's, it's a tough matchup for Baylor-Iowa State. It's really good. There's a lot of similarities, I think, between Baylor and Iowa State. And uh, this is a real key game to open the league schedule this Saturday. You talked about Charlie Brewer. You know, there were some good individual performances. So when you look at the numbers, I mean, he was 20 of 27. He, he ran the ball well. Denzel Mims with six catches. But then you had a couple of the turnovers. So it tightened things up, and, uh, and then maybe you could see something different this week, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's it. I mean, and, and they need to be. I mean, they have to be tightened up against Iowa State. Uh, Charlie was really good. You know, uh, it's hard to find fault with his performance. Like you said, 20 of 27 for 303. And, you know, it's hard to find fault with that. Kind of eerie his numbers compared to, uh, uh, you know, just in games past, he's been really good. And he is the leader of that offense, no question about it. He's a junior now. He has uh, some experience under his belt. He played at Iowa State when it was 25 degrees up there last year. So he knows what he's up against, and this whole team does uh, know what they're up against against Iowa State. John, one more question, and I'll let you go. Uh, Obviously, you get a couple of games under your belt with non-conference stuff, but that first conference game, are are there extra nerves? Are there, you know, the game's going to be on ESPN. Is there anything with that first conference game that you kind of got to work some jitters out as well? You know, I don't think so. You know, from the players' perspective, I think they're working this week just like they've worked, you know, the weeks leading up to the first three games of the year. I think there's maybe some added attention on the game with it being the Big 12 opener, you know, and on ESPN, like you said, on Saturday afternoon. But for these guys, you know, they can't let the jitters uh, affect their play. Uh, I think they'll be completely amped up and ready to go and hopefully put on a really good performance in a big, big game against the Cyclones. Well, turn the sound down on the TV. Turn up John Morris if you're a Baylor fan. And then Iowa State fans, you've got John Walters. John, thank you so much for your time, and uh, we'll catch up with you throughout the season. Well, I appreciate it, Bill. Thanks very much for having me on. Look forward to the game Saturday. Yep. All right, and we do too. That game will be uh, 2.30, Iowa State at Baylor. When we come back, we'll talk about Iowa State and their Cyhawk series. Is it in jeopardy with Iowa? tell you about this crazy story uh the marching band from iowa said that uh, some of their band members were uh, uh, verbally abused assaulted it was a crazy thing and now the presidents from both schools trying to work things out so they can keep this rivalry going so we'll talk about that when we come back this is big 12 this week from learfield img college back on uh, big 12 this week you can check out the show on the TuneIn app under college sports Uh, following the September 14th game at Iowa state between the Cyclones and Iowa Hawkeyes administrators from Iowa complained that members of their Hawkeyes marching band were verbally and physically abused by Iowa state fans, including one female band member who had broken ribs. 
University of Iowa President Bruce Harold warns that they may not want to play this game anymore. I'm not convinced at all that we should play this game again, here or there or anywhere, unless we can protect our fans, our band, and of course our athletes. Joining us now on Big 12 This Week, Todd Kim. He's the sports director of Radio Iowa. He's covered this game and both teams for many years. Todd, there's media reports, social media accusations. Uh, I don't know if any victims have necessarily come forward yet, but what the heck was going on that day? Well, it all started, Bill, when uh, when the Iowa band went out the gate about a half hour after the game. And uh, that's where some of the pushing and shoving started. And apparently... At least what Iowa has said is that's where the female band member had her ribs broken. She was carrying the metal ladder that the band director stands on, and an Iowa band member apparently, allegedly, was shoved into the ladder, which then kind of jumped up like kind of a seesaw would do and hit her in the ribs, and that's where the injury occurred. And this all happened after the game while the band was uh, trying to get to their buses. So some confusion over whether the Iowa band used the right gate or not, but I think the bottom line is, you know, and this is probably what's going to happen in the aftermath of all this is the fans just, just leave the band alone. I mean, it was really that, is that too much to ask? And, you know, there's been problems at both stadiums. So uh, I think going forward, they're going to try and figure out something to make sure that this kind of thing doesn't happen again. Uh, Cyclone athletic director, Jamie Pollard said that there was a list of five incidents. And I know I, I didn't bring this up uh, last week or the, the week before on the show, I'm losing track of the, the days here, but I know when these accusations first came out, he, he kind of said, you know, look, I, we haven't heard of any of this. Now details are starting to come out. And uh, Iowa State President Wendy Winterstein, she wants to work with her counterpart there to keep this uh, thing going. But you mentioned that this has happened on both sides before. Uh, so these issues have popped up uh, over the over the time. What, what can you tell us about the history between these uh, – these crazy events between these schools? Well, apparently, uh, you know, there's been a lot of verbal harassment of the bands when they've been in each other's stadiums, but this is the first time you've really heard anything about an injury involved. So uh, whether that, you know, may, may a lot of it just was the fact that it was such a long day, Bill. Uh, it started early in the morning. They opened the gates at 5 a.m. because game day was there. Then you had the 3 o'clock kickoff, two rain delays. The game gets over after 9.30. I mean, it was just a long day and an emotional game and an emotional finish. So I think part of this, this stems from, too, and Jamie Pollard, the Iowa State Athletic Director, has been very defensive about this. And I think part of it might be just some of the history that's been there on that Iowa State campus. They had a very popular spring festival called Visha that was a long-running program and a long-running festival that was canceled in 2014 because there was years and years of unrest and some rioting on the campus. So you know, you have to wonder, is our Iowa State officials a little sensitive because of the history there? Well, what the, you know, you brought up a good point, too, with college game day being there. And, and I mean, it's no excuse by any means, but when you've got a six-hour game and the hour, the hours and hours of buildup, and obviously, and I don't know if this is the case, I, but I would take a pretty solid guess, alcohol's involved with some of this. Uh, yeah, It just it sets up for a... Uh, for a, a possible disaster here, just uh, something that gets out of hand. So what if this is something that has been going on, what's the best way that these schools can kind of figure this out? Well, I think the last thing you want to do is to say the visiting band is not allowed in the other stadium. I mean, yeah. why blame the victim here? I mean, that's a big part of college football. And, you know, there's areas of the country, Bill, where the visiting, the visiting team takes their band to virtually every game. 
home and on the road. And so, you know, this is a big deal for the Iowa band to go to Ames, the Iowa State band to go to Iowa City. And I don't think that uh, forbidding the visiting band from being in the stadium really is an option going forward. And I'm confident that this is going to be worked out. I don't think this series is in any danger. It's really kind of taken to the next level here with the improvement of Iowa State under Matt Campbell. This series is not going anywhere. They'll get this worked out and maybe find a way to get the bands in and out of the stadium without being harassed. And like I said, you know, for the adults that are outside that stadium, hey, just leave the band alone, enjoy the game, and uh, and this series will go on, and, and they'll get this figured out. Yeah, the series has been going on since 1977. Even the governor stepped in. I'm very confident that the two universities will be able to sit down at the table and work through a process um, that allows this tradition to carry on uh, in, in a manner that protects those that are attending. Oh, absolutely. And part of it was she was asked about it yesterday, and she said canceling the series is not an option. You know, you have to be careful because there's a reason the series wasn't played for 43 years between 1934 and 1977. And it had nothing to do with the players. It had nothing to do with the coaches. It had to do with how the fans handle the series. And so I think everybody has to take a breath and kind of look at this and say, how are we handling this? And what what is our effect on this series? Because you certainly don't want to see it end. No, absolutely not. Boy, it's it's crazy that it started back that many years ago. Gosh, it's a, it's yeah. a fierce rivalry. It's a great rivalry. We just got to clean it up a little bit. And Todd, Kim, thanks for filling us in on this. Uh, it sounds like things will get worked out. Thanks, Bill. Yep. Thanks for, uh, thanks for joining us, Todd. All right. Uh, so listen, the Cyclones, and they come back, they won easily over Louisiana Monroe last weekend, 72 to 20. And uh, I can't remember where I found this, but Brock Purdy uh, tied a school record with six touchdown passes. And uh, this is the one that gets me. Iowa State finished with a school best 714 yards and scored its most points since beating Cornell 81 to nothing in 1906. And that was the same year that the forward pass became <laughs> became legal. So Cornell, not the brightest of the Ivy League schools. They couldn't grasp people throwing the ball over their heads. So uh, anyway, <laughs> Brock Purdy with a, a great week. Going to be a big challenge for Baylor. John Walters, the voice of the Cyclones, 78% percentage uh, uh, passing completion against Baylor last year. Uh, what are the reasons for his success uh, this season? Brock Purdy is a very accurate passer. He has a strong arm, but the biggest thing that makes him an accurate passer is his intelligence. He really thinks through plays. He makes good reads. And I think one thing that Coach Tom Manning, the offensive coordinator for Iowa State, kind of brought with him back from the Indianapolis Colts when Tom returned to the program, he talked a lot about accelerated vision, which is a really important concept for a quarterback, and it's almost Uh, an oxymoron because what happens with accelerated vision is it allows the game to slow down for you. So accelerate slows things down. Doesn't make sense, but the thought process behind it is that as Brock matures more and more, he's seeing more and more things pre-snap. He's seeing things that he knows who's going to be open on a given play because of the way the defense is lining up. He knows where he can go with that first, second progression. He was very accurate as a freshman a year ago, set an NCAA record for a true freshman for passing efficiency, but he's an even more accurate quarterback this season. All right, uh, that'll be a great matchup. Look, we still, we're still we only halfway through the show. We're, uh, we're going to preview Texas Tech uh, at number 6 Oklahoma, but we're going to change focus from football to basketball. Notice of allegations uh, handed out to Kansas. 
Matt Tate from KUSports.com. He's going to make sense of this and uh, explain it to everyone and, and the effect that it will have uh, not only on KU basketball, but uh, on the Big 12. And uh, does it have an effect for this upcoming season? So we'll talk with him next. We're coming back right after this on Big 12 This Week from Learfield IMG College. Welcome to the Big 12 Conference, a place marked by uncompromising values and unrivaled spirit, where champions are crowned the right way in the only conference with no divisions, where everyone plays everyone and every game matters. Welcome to the Big 12, a conference unlike all others, where possibilities are unlimited, competition is unsurpassed, and true potential is unleashed. Follow the action at Big12Sports.com. Hello, everybody. You're looking live at Fansville, a college football utopia. Fansville. Where the rivers flow with ice-cold Dr. Pepper. Delicious. Where every day is Saturday and everyone's a fan, even babies. Fan babies. And the seasons never change because the only season is college football season. Get a taste of Fansville this fall during a college football game near you. Dr. Pepper, the official drink of Fansville. Grab some today. Football season is here, so start making your plans for the Big 12 championship game in Dallas. Prime Sport is the official fan hospitality and travel partner of the Big 12 Conference and has you covered for the championship game. From official game tickets and pregame hospitality to official travel packages, Prime Sport is your go-to source for the Big 12 championship game. Visit primesport.com slash big12football to secure your experience today. primesport.com slash big12football. At Phillips 66, our main focus is on getting you there. And where is there exactly? It could be where you find the home of seemingly every cricket ever. Or the space between playdates with Kevin D and Kevin S. It could be as familiar as your own cul-de-sac or somewhere you didn't realize you wanted to go until you ended up there. It's up to you to find it, but we'll help you get there. Wherever your there is. Phillips 66. Live to the full. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Oh, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. I'm your third cup of coffee. You're stuck in your car on your way to the big game, and I'm stuck in your little bladder. Hey, I can't wait to the next exit. Get off now! And if you've got cut rate insurance, it's your bank account that could burst. So get Allstate. Allstate, where your rates won't go up just because of an accident. Accident forgiveness from Allstate. Contact your local agent today. Are you in good hands? Not available in every state. Features are optional. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and its affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Welcome to the Big 12 Conference, a place where back-to-back -back Heisman Trophy winners speak to undeniable power, where champions are crowned in uncompromising fashion, where every team plays every other and every game matters. Welcome to the Big 12, a conference unlike all others, where pride is unlimited, performance is unsurpassed, and champions are unleashed. Follow the action at Big12Sports.com. 
Welcome back to Big 12 This Week. If you can't hear the show live, download it as a podcast. Go to Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Big12Sports.com, wherever you download podcasts. Just search Big 12 This Week and subscribe. Matt Tate is our guest from KUSports.com. The NCAA handed down a notice of allegations to the University of Kansas basketball program. Coach Bill Self in the football program. Matt, let me let me put football to the side for a moment. But I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around everything. And I think you'll be able to do a good job of kind of deciphering this and, and chopping it up for us uh, as far as basketball goes. I, I guess maybe the, the main thing or I, maybe the, the best place to start is just kind of tell us about the central figures from Adidas, what they were doing, how they got caught from the FBI, and then how it ties back into Kansas. I guess maybe just to kind of lay the, the groundwork for us. Yeah, how long's the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, yeah. I, I, I think that, you know, I, at this point it, it really is, you know, the, the, one of the biggest things sort of floating around Lawrence and, and Kansas and the Kansas fan base right now is, is, you know, well, what about Nike? What about the Nike schools? And, and you know, I, I get that. I do. I mean, that's a kind of a natural reaction by everybody, but, um, what this comes down to, at least right now, is that Kansas was in business with the wrong people uh, because those people got caught. So you, whether you're talking about T.J. Gasnola or uh, James Gatto or Merle Code, all guys that were, um, you know, at the center of that federal investigation and the trial um, for their involvement in basically steering players to universities. And, and you know, that, that includes everything from uh, – from allegations of, of and, and testimony of, of money that was paid directly to players from those those gentlemen, um, all the way to just conversations with players and, and guardians and parents and things like that. So, um, you, you know, that was really obviously what red flagged the whole thing and, and what got them looking at uh, those three guys and building a federal case. And then as things progressed with that, of course, uh, you know, all these other programs and schools and coaches and current players and former players and, and all of that from, from a number of different places, uh, you know, sort of surfaced in these, in these, uh, in the testimony and, and in the records, phone records, uh, the trial evidence, witnesses, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, that, that, that was really how Kansas found itself, uh, in, in the middle of this thing to begin with, uh, it, it was simply um, guys that were were uh, employed by Adidas, um, which, you know, Adidas is, is uh, uh, the apparel sponsor for KU. So uh, that is absolutely on the up and up and legal and common, and every school has one. Uh, I don't care if you're talking about the smallest uh, Division II schools all the way up to, you know, uh, the powerhouses. So, you know that 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 part uh, that part was normal, but that's kind of what makes this so tricky. I think what's what's progressed now is is the NCAA is obviously not happy with with the uh, role and the involvement that those men and and former Adidas guys uh, sort of had in this in this whole recruiting mess, and and so now it's kind of a battle of uh, you know Kansas, which this was the case, this was the federal case. I mean, the the the, the federal trial that went down was to decide whether the universities were were victims here or whether they were uh, complicit in in these schemes and this scandal and all that and of course the ruling which all three of those men that i mentioned 
you know, they, they were uh, convicted. And uh, so the ruling was that these universities were defrauded. Of course, the University of Kansas is latching on to that. They have from day one. But obviously right now with this uh, notice of allegations coming out and the NCAA really making pointed accusations and, and allegations uh, directly at KU, directly at Coach Bill Self, uh, Assistant Coach Curtis Townsend, and, and the program as a whole, um, you know, now, now it's, uh, it's kind of round two of that. I mean, this is where Kansas is caught directly in the crosshairs of this thing, and, and um, now that they've received this notice of allegations, they will have an opportunity to essentially defend themselves and, and answer the allegations and, and try to show their side of the story, and, and, and that's where the battle begins. Matt Tate is with us from KUSports.com. So this is what I've kind of pieced together, and, and I may be incorrect, and, and you can correct me if I'm, if I'm wrong or point me in the, you know, the right direction here, but during closing arguments of that trial for Gatto, his attorney said that Bill Self was well aware and requested some of these payments. And I think in the notice of allegations, the NCAA uh, even stated that, that Self knew about that. Um, so how, how does the university defend itself against that? Well, there's two ways, and, and again, I haven't talked with many people from KU. They, they on Monday when the uh, notice of allegations came, uh, they sent out a response. Uh, they sent out statements from Selves and from Athletic Director Jeff Long, Chancellor Doug Gerard. I mean, they, they were, you know, they were prepared to respond accordingly. One thing that I've kind of picked up on here is, is you, you mentioned it. You know, there's a difference between testimony under oath and a closing argument by an attorney. And, and so I, I think that, Good point. you know, not trying to say right or wrong, but I think that's one thing that, that people are really um, highlighting right now is, is uh, T.J. Gasnola, when he was on the stand and he was, you know, examined and cross-examined and the whole bit, you know, was asked directly if, if the, the Kansas coaches knew about his, uh, his dealings and, and the payments he was making and things like that. And, and Gasnola, under oath, said no. They, they didn't, you know, so um, that was part of the, that testimony right there. That answer right there was part of the reason that the verdict came down the way it did. And, and the, the reason that, you know, these, uh, these universities were, were, I guess, ruled to have been defrauded was because a man under oath said, you know, that he kept this secret from, from the coaches and, and, and whatnot. So I, I think that, you know, it, again, it depends on what side of the fence you stand on and, and how you want to view this thing and what your perspective is and all that. But, but I do think it is important to remember that, yeah, in a closing, closing argument from an attorney, they're, they're at a position where they're at their last, last shot, right? That's their Hail Mary. This is their last chance to speak to the jury that's going to decide whether they win or lose the case. they got to throw everything out they can in terms of semantics, in terms of the language they use to, to – try one more time to convince these people. And, and that, to me, and to a lot of people, I think, is, is definitely different than, than sworn testimony on our oath. Well, and I'm glad that you brought up the Gasnola testimony because that was my follow-up. I was going to play the other side of it, so I'm glad that you actually uh, uh, just went right into that because that was my, my second question to kind of play devil's advocate. So sure. let's let's take sure, a break. Right. Yeah, let's take a break. When we come back, I just want to find out um, from a basketball standpoint in terms of the Big 12, what this means for Kansas, what this could mean for the rest of the conference. So we'll take a short break and come right back. This is the Big 12 This Week from Learfield. I am G College. A lot happens over the course of a tank of gas. 
mad dashes to the pharmacy, hours spent in the school drop-off line, and seven trips to the grocery store. Wait, I forgot the ice cream. Make that eight. But a tank of gas doesn't just fuel errands. It tells a story, one that could begin at the dry cleaners and end at a hidden sloppy Joe joint, then right back to the cleaners. Because it's not just about filling up the tank. It's about where that tank will take you next. Phillips 66, live to the full. Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Ah, hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? <laughs> yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. Football season is here, so start making your plans for the Big 12 Championship game in Dallas. Prime Sport is the official fan hospitality and travel partner of the Big 12 Conference and has you covered for the championship game. From official game tickets and pregame hospitality to official travel packages, Prime Sport is your go-to source for the Big 12 Championship game. Visit primesport.com slash big12football to secure your experience today. primesport.com slash big12football. Hello, everybody. You're looking live at Fansville, a college football utopia. Fansville. Where the rivers flow with ice-cold Dr. Pepper. Delicious. Where every day is Saturday and everyone's a fan, even babies. Fan babies. And the seasons never change because the only season is college football season. Get a taste of Fansville this fall during a college football game near you. Dr. Pepper, the official drink of Fansville. Grab some today. Mayhem is everywhere. I'm a cooler. You're driving to a tailgate, so you filled me up with ice and cans. But I pop open, you panic, and... And if you've got cut rate insurance, there might be a few less cans in your ice. So get Allstate. Allstate, where your rates won't go up just because of an accident. Accident forgiveness from Allstate. Contact your local agent today. Are you in good hands? Not available in every state. Features are optional. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and its affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Football season is here, so start making your plans for the Big 12 Championship game in Dallas. Prime Sport is the official fan hospitality and travel partner of the Big 12 Conference and has you covered for the championship game. From official game tickets and pregame hospitality to official travel packages, Prime Sport is your go-to source for the Big 12 Championship game. Visit primesport.com slash big12football to secure your experience today. primesport.com slash big12football. Hello, everybody. You're looking live at Fansville, a college football utopia. Fansville. Where the rivers flow with ice-cold Dr. Pepper. Delicious. Where every day is Saturday and everyone's a fan, even babies. Fan babies. And the seasons never change because the only season is college football season. Get a taste of Fansville this fall during a college football game near you. Dr. Pepper, the official drink of Fansville. Grab some today. At Phillips 66, our main focus is on getting you there. And where is there exactly? It could be where you find the home of seemingly every cricket ever. Or the space between playdates with Kevin D and Kevin S. It could be as familiar as your own cul-de-sac or somewhere you didn't realize you wanted to go until you ended up there. It's up to you to find it, but we'll help you get there. Wherever your there is. Phillips 66, live to the full.
The Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors' Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. Welcome back to Big 12 This Week, uh, which can be heard on the Big 12 channel on Sirius XM Thursday nights, 7 Eastern and 11 Eastern on Friday. And that's on channel 375. We're talking with Matt Tate from KUSports.com. We're talking about the notice of allegations handed down by the NCAA to the University of Kansas and their basketball program. So what's the what's the timeline now? They've got the notice of allegations. Uh, Kansas has a certain amount of time to... Uh, respond to that. What happens in terms of if there's going to be penalties? Could it affect things this season? Does it affect whether or not Bill Self can coach? Do we know any of that stuff now and how it could um, apply or complicate this upcoming basketball season? Yeah, the only thing we know, I think, definitively is that it won't affect this season at all. Um, it won't affect players on the roster. It won't affect Bill Self. Um, and, and that's simply because of the timeline, like you mentioned. Uh, KU has has 90 days to respond, although um, on Wednesday the, the um, Associated Press put out a report that said uh, uh, they had obtained a letter from the NCAA that basically suspended um, th- those response deadlines. So at this point, there's no, real, there's no real knowledge of exactly how long they, they do have to respond. I mean, it, it's certainly not shorter than 90 days, but... Um, it, 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 because those have been suspended now, which is, uh, you know, part of the, part of the written language in, in their, in their rules for this type of thing. Um, it, it's sort of an unknown at this point. I, I will say, however, that I, I think that, I think that KU, from what I've gathered, I, I don't think KU had planned to take the full 90 days to begin with. Uh, you know, I don't think they were ready to throw this out there next week. Again, like I mentioned, they've got a lot of work to do and it's gotta be a, uh, a, a pretty finely detailed document, um, but I, but I do think they want to get it out there. They want to get their side of the story, their response to these allegations, out there as soon as they possibly can. Um, and, and that, that, at least what I'm gathering would, would be well before 90 days. So 90 days would have put them uh, from from Monday would have put them on uh, basically Christmas, December 22nd. So um, one way or the other, nothing's going to happen really before that. And then once. Once KU um, sends its response, the NCAA has another 60 days to respond. And if we've learned anything about the NCAA over the years, it's that they will take all the time that they have. Um, and, and so that's another two months. And, and then from there, they have to schedule and then, and then conduct a hearing, um, which could take another month or two very easily. And so just on that timeline alone, without really knowing what this suspended deadline thing means, you're looking at, you know, sometime in March or April um, before this is even to the point where a ruling could come. And uh, so, so we're talking about the end of the 2019-2020 the season for sure. It's important to remember that this is not, this is not a, a criminal case in a, in, a, in a court of law. I mean, this is, this is merely a, an NCAA case, and, and that, there are different things, obviously, between the two of those. So I, I think that's important to remember. Um, 
because at the end of this, if KU is not happy with what happened, um, then they certainly, you know, KU could end up taking the NCAA to court um, over the rulings. And, and if that happens, we're talking about a landmark case. Uh, we're talking about reshaping the future of, of college athletics and college basketball and, and, and potentially the, the future of the NCAA. So this is, uh, you know, this, this is no small thing that's happening right now, and, and we're just at the infant stages of it. That's why so many eyes are on this thing because it really, it really does have ramifications that extend way beyond Lawrence, Kansas, way beyond Bill Self, way beyond KU, um, and and it, it could be pretty significant for a, for a long, long time. Um, it's a it's such a massive undertaking that it's also hard to know exactly what it is going to lead to and, and what the next steps will be and and how it's all going to play out. Matt Tate, KUSports.com. Where can people find you on social media? Yeah, my Twitter handle is uh, super simple. It's M-C-T-A-I-T, our site, KUSports.com. We cover KU uh, all sports, but but certainly KU basketball. All right, we'll have more right after this on Big 12 This Week from Learfield IMG College. A lot happens over the course of a tank of gas. Mad dashes to the pharmacy, hours spent in the school drop-off line, and seven trips to the grocery store. Wait, I forgot the ice cream. Make that eight. But a tank of gas doesn't just fuel errands. It tells a story. One that could begin at the dry cleaners and end at a hidden sloppy Joe joint. Then right back to the cleaners. Because it's not just about filling up the tank. It's about where that tank will take you next. Phillips 66. Live to the full. Football season is here, so start making your plans for the Big 12 Championship game in Dallas. Prime Sport is the official fan hospitality and travel partner of the Big 12 Conference and has you covered for the championship game. From official game tickets and pregame hospitality to official travel packages, Prime Sport is your go-to source for the Big 12 Championship game. Visit primesport.com slash big12football to secure your experience today. primesport.com slash big12football. Back on Big 12 this week, Texas Tech at number six, Oklahoma. And, you know, I don't expect the type of game that we saw last year where Oklahoma pulled out the 51-46 victory in Lubbock. Um, No Alan Bowman for Texas Tech. Jalen Hurts leading the Big 12 in pass efficiency, uh, 417 yards per game. He's got 373 rushing, 880 passing. Uh, I just don't think it's going to be – uh, much of a contest there. Uh, one Texas Tech note, uh, E.J. Holub, who was a, a center and linebacker for Texas Tech from 1958 to 1960, died this past week. He was 81. In 1961, he was the number one draft pick for the Dallas Texans, who then became the Kansas City Chiefs, and he played in two Super Bowls. He's the only player in Super Bowl history to start on offense and defense as a center and a linebacker. He was a two-time All-American at Texas Tech in 1959 and 60. His nickname in the NFL was the Beast. He was the original Beast, and he's considered one of the best players in the history of Texas Tech football. Uh, Some other notes just to kind of wrap things up. The Big 12, as they wrapped up conference play, uh, they finished with a non-conference record of 24-6. and the only league in which all teams are 500 or better, and nine of the ten have a winning record. So, not bad. Thanks to my guest, Matt Tate from KUSports.com, Todd Kim of Radio Iowa, 
and John Morris, the voice of the Baylor Bears. Enjoy your week of football. I'm Bill Pollock, and thanks for tuning in to the Big 12 this week from Learfield IMG College. On the Big 12 Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, Big 12 This Week has been brought to you by Prime Sport, your go-to source for verified ticket and hospitality packages for the Big 12 Football Championship game. Gatorade, for the next athletic endeavor, fuel your body with Gatorade or sugar-free Gatorade Zero. Also brought to you by Dr. Pepper, the official drink of Fansville, and by Philip 66, live to the full. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Big 12 Sports Network.